This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido in Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. You ever do that out-of-body thing where you're talking and you realize that you're talking and then your thinking is not at all what you're talking about and then you start to wonder if what you're saying is what you're supposed to be saying because you're not paying any attention to it? Uh, yeah, I've done that before. I, I, it doesn't seem like – I'm sure I have done that. Every now and again, I do that when I do the intro. And I'm like, oh, it, yeah, it's yeah, you, it's you just do so, it all yeah. the time, yeah. And it's so weird because at one point while I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, am I saying everything <laughs> right? And I'm like, I guess I am. I guess I am. So, yeah. It was uh, so a while back we were all talking about I don't know how we kind of uh, go through life, um, and uh, <laughs> I shut full on the gas. Uh, and so yeah, that's right. And so uh, talking about uh, so Chris, you were saying you know you. Uh, are processing thinking faster than you can speak. Right. And so a lot of times you speak very fast because you're trying to catch up to your thoughts. And I am like the opposite where it's like I speak way faster than my thoughts can come out. <laughs> so like what you're saying, like I have that, I'm sure that experience is in there somewhere where it's like I'm saying some stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. <laughs> then later I get caught up to it and I'm like, oh boy, I just said that. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me think about this. Anyway. It seems like sometimes when you start talking, you're not really sure where it's going. That's exactly. This is this is my, that's yeah. Like that's at the exactly. end, you arrive to it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, look yeah. At that. That's great that I got there. <laughs> so anyway, uh. what do we know? What episode this is? Two ten, maybe okay. two hundred nine, two ten. I don't okay. remember. Oh, I think two ten or two eleven. Actually, this yeah, is going to be I don't know. Uh, way up there. Is this a a this is not a New Year episode, New Year's New Year episode yet, right? No, the last yeah, the, one of twenty twenty one. It's the last one of twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. So we gotta this make gotta it. make it a good one. Yeah. For all those people who maybe won't be listening next year. Yeah, we should make all fifty two weeks something special. You know, like this is our unique it's it's like, you know, super moons and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Chris and I have a running joke about that. About also actually moon. me and my mom, the same joke that like Every other so just full your, moon, your joke, and I you guess. Just, every other moon, like full moon, is like <laughs> is, you know. It, oh yeah, yeah, like a super, super rare, blue, super right, beaver right. moon. It yeah. was a super beaver moon the other day. By super the way. rare blue moon. Was it really yeah. super? Oh beaver yeah, moon? oh yeah. yeah, mega super moon. Yeah, ultra green harvest moon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a green. Every no, other well. moon's fucking special, and people want you to get excited about it. And it's like, man, we just had a we special just one. had a special one, right? And then when I tell them that, they're like, "This doesn't happen for another thousand years." And I'm like, "Ah, yeah, but next month is gonna be another moon." Like I, you know. I mean, and the truth is, every new moon is a new moon. That's like, right, man. That's the point. That's of, right. It's like how every uh, Ikkyo is a new Ikkyo. That's different right. You founder would approve. Thank you for hooking that back in. Well, I thought I should. Bringing it back to Ikkyo. I, I thought I should. All right. This is um, an Ikkyo adjacent podcast, like sort of adjacent. Yeah. Ikkyo discussed. We're going to talk about light lifesavers and what they got to do with Ikkyo. Chris, you love <laughs> love to like bring in whatever it is you're eating or drinking. Yeah. yeah, man, lifesavers. I feel like this is the oldest person candy on earth, and like only you know, I'd never buy them for myself. But they're they're good. The I mean, oldest right person candies them. are the Werther's Originals. Oh, I feel ma'am. like those are the now oldest. those I will buy for myself. <laughs> those though. are the oldest people. Those are good because I do feel like lifesavers. While they are old, mm-hmm. they're they're for children. 
Okay. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, I see what you're saying. At least yep. they're like, yeah, like brightly colored. Right. But yeah. they're, they're for children. I don't know who buys them anymore. I assume children still eat them. My aunt on Christmas. That's yeah, who buys apparently. them. The old people uh, candy is the one with the strawberry wrapper. It has like a little strawberry oh, on it. Oh, that is know? an old people mm. candy too. Sometimes like my grandma had jarful of those. Those are horrible. Those are horrible candies because sometimes horrible. they have weird stuff in the middle yeah. that you don't know until you suck through the candy. And then there's this weird liquid that starts leaking out. Ew. And it's really disgusting. <laughs> They're super gross. Super gross. Anyway. All right. Let's talk about some Aikido because that is sort of why people uh, tune in. Uh, Josh wanted us to talk about. Me? Um, yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. We're going with that one. Uh, we're going right. to go with that one. Yeah. And uh, uh, about what it is to make an Aiki interaction in simple terms, at least as we describe it. In our school, and this is we gotta put a giant uh, disclaimer, disclaimer on this, yeah, because it's like, look, you got your own way, and that's cool, right? Um, but this is our way, and it's equally cool. Um, the end, right? Yeah. Um, and I, this is an idea I think that has been float, excuse me, floating around for a bit, and I can't quite remember what it was that made me, um, like, what was the synthesis? Why this? came to me as an idea um but i think it i think it it revolves around the fact that like there's a lot of stuff that we do in aikido that people think is magic or they think it's something more than it is um and sort of working to dispel that and trying to say like no no, no here's this is all that we're looking to do um is to have this interaction and and, and what that means and I think in one of the last episodes, maybe it was the last episode, you know, we talk about like the idea that, that we're having like this energetic thing um, and how do you put words or like how do you put a value to this thing because it's it's not uh, not exactly tangible, although I do think you can feel it if you've done it correctly. Anyway, so I thought we could just talk about like what it is, like gr- grand scale, uh, really, uh, if we hone in really into a specific piece of it, like however we want to talk about it. Yeah, I would, I think our, our kind of definite Aikido or Aiki uh, would be kind of pretty close to in line with what the Aikikai says um, Aiki is, I think pretty close um, which is uh, basically just to make an ideal interaction. Um, I was I was looking, I think it was the back of Spirit of Aikido today. I was I was laying on the floor in my office and I saw it in the bookcase and I pulled it out. And the back cover says, like you know, um, Aiki is uh, all people on Earth coming together to work together or something, something like that, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, it's just a you know, it's a very <laughs> I thought it was a very good sentiment for the season, yeah. you know. Um, but I mean, I think that's basically what it is. And then, you know, uh, how do you make that happen? And so, uh, you know, we got a fancy way, but in simple terms, it's just basically we find uh, what everyone wants and then try to make the compromise that allows people to get what they want. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is uh, there, like there's levels to that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's like the high level, which is what you're sort of saying right now. Um, and that can come off in a bazillion different ways, but there's also a, a, the, the physical level of it. Right. And I think this to me is the, the, the part that I find most interesting is like, how does this 
high-level idea play out in a physical realm because it does and it happens without uh or it can happen without like actual physical touching you know i mean but it is a physical thing between two physical bodies or more you know yeah i think i think the allusion to using the word i and key together is exactly that that it's like there is a non-physical component to it because you know the kanji for key is um, which key just means energy and i think i think that's the best translation for it like we throw the word english in english around energy all the time and i don't think we we realize it because contextually if we hear the word energy in a certain kind of sentence it seems metaphysical and if we hear it in another kind of way it seems very pragmatic mm-hmm. right so i say i need to pay the energy bill right that doesn't mean like spirits are going to come to my house <laughs> if i don't you know leave a golden <laughs> sacrifice or something right Gotta pay the energy bill exactly right but i mean uh, to be fair the pg and e gods will shut oh, up they here. will shut your power right down but um <laughs> i've tempted that god before um anyways but <laughs> it takes him like three months yeah it does it does it how do you know uh <laughs> anyways Same but um you know. But if I say if I say the energy in this room is strange, right. now that sounds you know right 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 Twilight Zone right, right. the vibes yeah the, the vibes, vibes. Yeah. yeah um so so I mean I think using that translation for the Japanese word key is is dead on I, and and the kanji what it's made out of is the bottom part of that kanji is rice and you know it's just like you know it, it's food it's inner it's what enables you to go if you don't eat rice you don't move you know like that you know in, in japanese culture like way back when it's like that's our main food source and so if you don't eat you don't go and then on top of that is the steam and the steam's kind of the emphasis in that kanji and so if you think of what steam is seems super powerful it can move a locomotive but at the same time you can't grab it you can't put it in a jar you can't you know it's it's it, it's ethereal kind of mm-hmm. you know like yeah, it's a little yeah. abstract and so when we say we're making I, and that word I could be translated as fitting, joining, combining, uh, harmonizing, um, uh, making a chord, um, all kinds of things. You can use that word in lots of ways. And you put that word, which is like fitting together with this ethereal thing. It's like somehow we're making a unity that's not exactly physical or doesn't mm-hmm. have to be physical. Right. And that's really interesting when you get into uh... – when you get into actually doing things physically, um, so I remember uh, Michael Varon and I talking about this thing once upon a time, and it just kind of sticks with me about the idea of being able to um, to blend with uh, intent versus blend with action, or blend with motion, or blend right. with you know. And this to me begins to get at uh an i key interaction and both could be i mean are uh i key in the way that i would think about it um but one might be a little more what we're maybe striving to look at well so um on oh, i forget what test it was but um Chris asked us uh, to define the difference between Aiki and Ju as concepts. Mm-hmm. Third Q. Um, yeah, it was third um, And I sort of, when I, because I, I think it's sort of hard sometimes to like wrap my head around like how to talk about Aiki. Mm-hmm. I kind of go back to that like delineation between the two. Um, but I, I'm wondering, is it possible that 
Jew is a kind of Aiki or are they completely separate? They're separate. They're different things. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say they're different. They're different things. Um, because um, Jew is, I mean. Like a physical response to force right, or to. Right. And so know. there is energy, I suppose. Like there is a transfer of energy happening, I suppose. Um, but it's like at a, it's, uh, what are the two types of energies? There's like, uh, the energy that hasn't yet been expressed. And then there's the, I don't have kinetic and uh, potential, but yeah. And so I I didn't know if you were talking about Japanese for a second. I was like, what? No, no, no. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so I think that, that, that kind of hits on it, you know, where it's like, um, (laughs) you know, one is like, uh, in Jew, it's it, it. There's the actual contact thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, so uh, you know, if uh, this is like, I wrote a paper years ago on this, and uh, one have of the I, definitions I, I gave, yeah, probably. Okay. Um, you probably edited it. Um, <laughs> but um, was if you had a bowling ball and a black balloon sitting side by side. One of them strongly has the quality of Jew and the other one doesn't, you know, and I mean, it's a little bit of a lie because a bowling ball at a certain level does bend sure, and right, stuff right, and does right, have right, Jew. Right. But, but, you know, if you just touch it, one will have Jew quite obviously and one will not have Jew quite obviously. But you would never know it unless you put your hand on it to touch it. Uh, so you right, have uh-huh. to make physical contact with right. it to tell if it has Jew or right, not. Right, yeah, right, Jew right, requires right, right, right. physical contact. That's right. That's yeah. right. Jew is the yielding to pressure. Like that is what it is, right? Right. Um, like a bow for a bow and arrow. That has Jew. If it didn't have the quality of Jew, it would be a shitty bow, right? Right, right. Um, right. And so, but you, you would never know that looking at that in, next to a rigid stick or a piece of concrete that looked like wood. You know, you'd never right. know unless you touched it and interacted with so it. So there has to be like a, yeah. Yeah. And, and Ike's different. Mm, like Ike yeah. is, you know, so Ike can happen with music. And in music, there's arguably no real contact. I mean, you know, we could say like, oh, well, air, you know, waves, pressure waves do hit your ear. And so, you know, there is a contact. But but it's like what is why it makes Ike to us is not physical mm-hmm. in nature. Right, you know, right, it's, right. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that's happening in our brain where we go, those two notes sound good together. Mm-hmm. They harmonize, right, you know. Right. Or things are out of time or things sure. or whatever. Sure, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so like, I like to talk about music when we talk about Aiki because music is like obvious to people that it's not physical. It just happens in the air somewhere. And then you you have ideas about that. And those ideas are your uh, idea about the relationships being presented. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, out of time. Because out of time in one thing might be in time in another thing. You know, sure, like, yeah. you know, and, and notes that might be dissident to one set of ears might be harmonious right, to another right. set of ears, you know. Interesting. So in an interaction that like, so I don't know. I mean, I guess we could argue this, but in an interaction between two people, there is always a physical, I mean, so when it becomes physical, there's always the physical level that is happening, but also the non-physical level, right? So Josh and I are fighting. We're, you know, maybe hitting each other. That's the physical part, but the non-physical is why we are fighting, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on Mm -hmm. socially between us. Um, so is it possible that both could be happening at the same, like that there is both Aiki and Ju happening at a similar, I'm, I'm just curious about the relationship between those two. Yeah, no. And in fact, when you talk about Aikido, the martial art, you're often seeing representations of both Ju uh, right, and Aiki right. constantly. Okay. Like, well, that's, and I would also yeah. say that like, because even if, even if we are in uh, contact, there is a, 
and this is what I see with Aikido a lot. Um, even if we are in contact, there's a contact point. There is still energy that's flowing between us um, in various patterns and directions. And a lot of times I feel like when we run into a problem in uh, a technique, for instance, um, a lot of times it's because we're breaking that that flow of energy or we're, we're sort of siphoning it or we're cutting it off or we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, um, we're not letting the, the energy, uh, we're not having a harmonious interaction. Our energies are meeting in a way that is not harmonious. Right. Can, can I expand on that? Cause I think I understand what you're saying, but I just want to clarify. Um, so w- an example might be then like you're, you're doing Aikido with somebody and the, they've got like a katadori grab right and they're coming for that rio katadori right and so the where the intent is is for the that to grab that other shoulder and so that would be um the, be like the, where, the intent right. that you would read where, and it, so if you're doing where, if you're doing aiki with that then you're you're moving in a way to be aware of that intent and keeping them from grabbing your other shoulder if that's what you're wanting to do sure, yeah right and then not being aware of that would be to kind of siphon or stop that energy and allow them to grab you right. or whatever and, right. the case may be. I feel like anytime, you know, it happens a lot. I feel like with, uh, minage a lot of times where it's oh. like, um, there is a, a direction that the energy is flowing. And if you move in harmony with that, it will put them on the ground. Uh huh. But a lot of times people will move into or cross or in, like, and cut it off. And that's when you get like there you're you feel like you're actually having to throw them or does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. The same way so. with like any of the techniques. If if you feel like you're like muscling it or powering it or whatever. To me, it's like that's because the interaction is not happening the way that it should, because if it did, the 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 techniques are designed to feel effortless. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Like that. There's no. There's to be no, done with Ike. There's no clash because right. there's there's no... And so I, that's how I kind of look at it is like um, anytime you're feeling, you feel weird about something, like that there's a struggle, uh-huh. um, it's like a, it's an Ike problem. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I think. No, I think that's right. I, it's intriguing. I was just kind of thinking, I was kind of playing devil's advocate with what you're saying in my head. And I was kind of thinking about like what skill is. So, you know, one of the ways I describe skill is like um, if you were in a room and there was a door and you wanted to leave the room and there was a big guy holding the door closed, you and he's bigger and stronger than you, then you couldn't open the door. And so in order to, to get out of that room, you would have to be tougher than that guy in some way, right? You'd have to like hit him or throw him yeah, or yeah. move him, whatever. Right? Okay. Now, and that, and that would just be brute force moving, removing the guy um, to get out the door. Now, if there were two doors in the room and you went to one door and the guy was holding it closed, you could run to the other door and go out the other door effortlessly because the other door, no one's blocking it. Now, that would be what I would, that's kind of like the analogy I use for skill, where it's like my skill is knowing that there's There's another door door. and going to the other door and going out. And it doesn't mean that I don't have to walk. I mean, don't magically transport out of the room. I still have to walk over to the other door, open it and go out. Now, 
we would have a skill contest when that guy ran to the other door and blocked that. Right. And so the skill contest would exist in the interim between the two doors where I'm trying to get to the door he can't block and he's trying to get to the door. And, you know, that could happen in degrees where it's like I run to the other door and he gets a hand on the door, but I can I can overcome just his hand right, and right. pull it open, right. right? And so, like, when you're looking at – and this is kind of like – I don't know if we're in the weeds, but basically what I'm saying is like with the way kind of Josh described it is – um, it's, that's, that's true of any skill martial art at its highest level is there would be no resistance right, because right. it's just easy to get yes. out that door. So yeah, that's correct. And this is why I think it's really difficult for people. And we had this conversation when we were talking, when we had our, uh, group zoom meeting or whatever, uh-huh. and people were talking about like, oh, that you can you you know, people at judo use. Oh, IP that seminar life. we did with yeah, the, whatever. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Um, if if you are any high level martial art, you will be using Aiki. You will be having Aiki interactions if you're doing it right. I was right. Just, this is yeah. what cross punching is, or you know, any of the other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's yeah. That's what I was kind of wondering right now is that like then yeah, if you're good at any martial art and you can actually you know utilize your skills in a live situation then what you're doing is reading what the other person is trying to do that's correct and then timing the thing that you do that perfectly fits in with what they're doing in order to take advantage of some area of weakness or whatever and like the really good guys at any whatever they're they have good ike they can they're having good interactions with that person Right. You know, that allow them to, you know. Right. And I think you could argue, at least from my perspective of how I look at Aiki, you could argue that any of those things were Aiki interactions, right? So a lot of times I say Roy Jones Jr. had amazing Aiki mm-hmm. because if mm-hmm. you watch that guy box, he was always like reading the other guy's intent and working with it. And that led to the demise of the other guy, yeah. right? Now, Roy Jones Jr. was just punching him. Right. And so you could say, well, yeah, but he had to punch him. And so punching is not Aiki. And it's like, no, I think the skill thing, like I think – High-level skill and Aiki are kind of unseparable, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, like, so with the word Aikido, and and I think a lot of people think that Aikido, like, has the corner market on Aiki or something, but no more than Judo has the corner market on Ju. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a martial art where that is the main thing we're trying to emphasize, but you see it all the time. And high-level practitioners, you're constantly seeing it. And this is kind of like my argument a lot of times with, like, when people talk about internal stuff is like, well, you're just describing what a high-level practitioner does to a low-level practitioner. And all the time, you know, and and lately, uh, you've always talked about this, but, you know, watch football, watch basketball, watch any uh, sport where uh, someone is trying to stop another person from doing something. You will see Ike Ike interactions constantly. Anytime a a basketball player, you know, moves one way and another another guy falls down, you know, I've seen more no-touch throws (laughs) watching football and basketball than I have in any Aikido seminar. Like real, and and that's that's the the interact. That's what we're talking about. You know, can I? understand what that person wants from me and marry our um interaction so our intention yeah. so nicely that i can get he gets what he wants because he wants to go there right i get what i want because i want to go there and not have him touch me and it and it you know right i think sometimes it's it's like it could be hard to understand what you're saying about like marrying your intention because i think 
it's hard to make sense of well, if they want to get me and I don't want them to get me, we're at odds. Like, how do you make those two make friends? But well, I think the understanding that in a more direct sense, like if Josh is walking towards me, he is walking in, in a certain direction to get to me. And so even though he wants me and that's like his overall goal, his direct goal is to walk forward to me and so i can make his walking forward work with what i want Mm -hmm. which is to get out of the way you know so like i think like you can walk me into the street walk me into the we talk about this all the time yeah um knowing that in order to get you i have to get to you yes you can now and this is the that idea of leading Right. If I have something in my hand, a knife, I know that you want that. So I can use that to unbalance you. Right. And this is like beginning to get into the, the heart of what, of how the Aikido techniques are used right. when we're talking about things like unbalancing and, you know. Right. I mean, you know, one of the, the things I started saying a few years ago is, is Aikido is about negotiation. And I think that's really true um, because it's like in a negotiation, no one gets everything they want, but right. both parties get some of what they want. And so- in the Aiki interaction, like uh, within the martial art of Aikido, I allow you to do the kind of attacking you want to do. Like, right. I, I don't, I don't try to resist that at all. But then I work that with where I want you to go, mm-hmm. and then so what ends up happening is I get the end result I want, and you got the beginning result you right. wanted, and and I didn't clash with that at right. all. Yeah, and I think that's where like the movement stuff really comes in is like having a lack of attachment to I need to be in this spot. You know, mm, right? Like being able to give up. I don't. I, I. I guess I don't need to stand in this spot. Then that allows you to do a lot of stuff that otherwise you wouldn't be able we, to do. We see this all the time uh, in stuff that we do, where um, people try to contort their position, their body, to fit what's happening. Right, and mm-hmm. we see it all the time. People move in weird ways because they're like, "Well, I know." That if I'm over here, it will feel comfortable. But to get there, they can tort themselves in all sorts mm-hmm. of weird ways. Instead of figuring out how their body moves, well, understanding yeah. their bubble, and moving that in uh, in a harmonious way. Right. And you see this with weapons. You know, weapons are a good way to look at an Aiki interaction because the the weapon has its own, like, movement it has its own ways that it's going to exist in the world and move through uh, physical space and it will not change. Right. Cause it's just a stick or whatever it is. Um, and so you can either force it around uh, or you can find a way to marry yourself with it. And one of those is going to feel really good, and one of those is going to be real stupid and not give you power and, you know, look really bad and and all that stuff. Yeah, and I think what you're describing, like, in in all of these kinds of ways, like, it— in conflict, we focus so much on the conflict, right? Right. I want this thing, and you want it too, and we can't both have it. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of, like, and and what we—with— in trying to use Aiki, we start to try and negotiate. We go, what is it? What do I mean by I want that thing? Mm-hmm. It, can I have that thing in a way that actually isn't as directly opposing to how they want it? And, you know, can we split it? Can we, you know, 
do they actually want it or do they want something else that's around it or mm -hmm. within it? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like we get too focused on the things that we're fighting over that we don't look at like the caveats in those things that we want and that we don't want or that we're trying to get away from. Um, and I think that's what allows us to negotiate things, you know, and be like, right. fine, I'll give up this space. I'll give up this, you know, area. Right. I don't need to be right here because I could be over here. Right. right. Can, right. And, and that kind of gives us a power. And that's where, you know, kind of the, the techniques of Aikido are designed, which is they're designed in a way that they're built for constantly giving something up um, oh. to get something else, mm -hmm. you know, right. like, so, uh, well, I can't get that, then I'll try to get this. And I can't get that, then I'll try to get this. Right. And maybe that's like a, something that we need to kind of emphasize when we're talking to people that can't wrap their heads around Aikido is that like we're making a negotiation with what we give up and what we get. Like I think people tend to when they look at at least the way that we approach Aikido like oh but here's what you're giving up but what if you can't do that and they focus so right. much yeah, on Right. You hear that a lot. What if you can't? What if you can't, right? On the stuff that they don't want to give up like um a certain space, mm -hmm. right? Without looking at like, well, what are you gaining for that? You know, like why why would you give up this thing and what are you getting from it? And like, I think they only want to look at the negative side where it's like, well, every everything is a negotiation. You know, when you fight someone, you know, when you fist fight someone, like you're making a you're you're giving something up and getting something else. You know, right, right, right. I mean, yeah, like I I think when you say it that way, it starts to get really confusing because you could read. A fight is that, but a fight is both of us attempting to get our way completely. I mean, that's what right. a fight is, you know, like, right. yeah, 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 um, and then, then we could argue that something's not a fight with like, you know, Mike Tyson winning a, a boxing match in, you know, the first two seconds of a round or whatever. It's like, well, that wasn't a fight because Mike Tyson was just so much more powerful that no fight was had, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we get lost in like all these little bits of things, you know? And so, so it's like, um. Uh, you know, like, so someone's, you know, we, we give our example of, of the way we approach conflict and people say, well, what if that doesn't work? And it's like, my counter to that is always like, well, what if what you're suggesting didn't doesn't, work, right, you know? Right. And so it's like, I'm not saying that like, if being the most dominant person will work for you, you shouldn't do that. I mean, there's probably lots right. of situations where being the most dominant, you know, if my five-year-old said, Hey, we're going to the movies tonight and we're drinking a pack of cigarettes or smoking. drinking a pack of a beer and smoking some cigarettes. I'd be all, no, we're not. And I'm the dominant person. So I don't, I don't have to right, blend right, with you. I don't right. have to trick you. You know, have to, there's um, no Ikey having any. Right. Yeah, it's like, we're not doing that, man. That's, that's not going to go down. Um, uh, so, so it's like, but I mean, also I could make a negotiation. I could say, well, what about we go out for about 30 minutes right. and we get some ice cream and that might be, you know, so anyways, I'm getting us off track. He's like, but, as long as it's cigarette flavored right. ice cream, whiskey ice cream, as long as it's. But basically, I mean, I guess my big problem with a lot of other martial arts is there's always the assumption that I can dominate if I want to dominate. Right. right and it's like, yeah, that's right, cool right. if you can. But what about all the times you can't? Because I know myself being a 200 pound, still physically capable guy who's studied a lot of martial arts. There are lots of people I can't dominate. Right. Lots and lots of people I can't dominate. Well, and, and we know that at the ultimate level, uh, at a certain point, uh, you cannot dominate the world. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. uh, this is the the uh, the alcoholics, the higher power or whatever. You can't dominate that, right? Yeah. So there are things in this world that you are not going to be able to dominate. 
And if there are things in this world that you cannot dominate, there will be you need to train for times in and you this can't world. Dominate. Yeah, that yeah. you cannot and, dominate. And so I so. think I think it's like it's it's it, it's so easy. And and you know, forgive me, I'm not trying to be an ass, but it's kind of childish to think that it is possible to dominate everyone. And so you know, when I say like you know, I've made this before. Like it's like you know, Aikido is a lot like a rabbit trying to escape a wolf. You know, it's like yeah. a rabbit can't beat up a wolf, never will be able to beat up a wolf. But a rabbit can often outrun and hide from a wolf and right. and outmaneuver. The the wolf and so that's what they should do and people go oh so you want to look at yourself as a rabbit and it's like well no i want to look at myself as the baddest ass guy ever but i'm not always right, right, you know right, like right. there are wolves out there there and are so, wolves there are also hunters that's right man in, yeah in exactly heli- I mean, yeah. in helicopters exactly right who then have to act like rabbits unless they want to get shot yeah so yeah. so i mean it, it's like you know aikido provides a series of answers that are no better or worse overall than everything but those answers fit into a certain situation better, right. you know. Well, and I also think, again, you know, we're talking about Aiki. We're talking about and in, like about interactions, not how you, how you use those interactions, right? So Aikido is the system of how we are using those interactions, right? Right, and that's different, I think, than than other martial because we've said that you can use Aiki. Uh, interact. You can use Aiki in an interaction for other martial arts. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so you know what Aikido looks to do is to set that as its foundation and builds everything else sort of around it. Right. Right. Boom. Solved it for everyone. <laughs> That's it. That's Episode it, number two o whatever. Yeah, you had any uh, any questions? That's it, done deal. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and I, I I think that there's just so much confusing stuff in there because a high skill, uh, applying a high level of skill to a situation is identical to applying I key to a situation mm-hmm. because in the end it looks like something magical happening, right. right? Like someone right. with a high degree of skill. Yeah, like, it looks like uh, it's it's that idea of effortless. Right. They effortless. make it look easy. Right. right. And the yeah. reason that, that that high level of skill being applied does that is because it doesn't look brutal or anything. It looks like it matches perfectly with what the other person was doing. It's just the other person fell down or the other person right. got thrown or the other person missed. Or and the that's other why... It looks like it was choreographed. Right. Like it was meant to happen. That's why if you watch any... Uh, fight stuff when they show the fight reels where they show the the awesome parts all of those parts are happening in an Aiki interaction right like all of them right. guaranteed um, I mean maybe not wrestling stuff but I don't know maybe um, but anytime someone's getting knocked out or whatever there is a moment that's happening before that where the guy just moves in the perfect spot and he's able to punch him and it looks like the other guy didn't even Right. You there know. is no, you know, like you said about wrestling. I mean, I, I don't think there's any, any, uh, any sport, any conflict system, any, anything that has levels of skill that you can't see that because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Right. So like, you know, with the guy in the room and the door, pulling the door open as hard as I can, that is not skill. Um, that is just brute force. Yeah, I'm right. pulling the door open as hard as I can. Now me casually walking to another door and going through effortlessly and watching the other guy go, wait, I'm holding wait, this door closed. Huh? How right, did he get right, out? Right, right. 
that is a skill thing. And that skill thing is always a negotiation between what they're doing and what you're doing. And that kind of negotiation is always Ike, right? Like, so you, you kind of can't get around it. But that doesn't mean that, like, and then, then what Josh is saying further from that is, like, what Aikido does is it constantly puts ourselves in the thing of, well, what if I can't dominate? So how would I make an Aiki interaction right, right. with this guy? Right. Is, it's always, like, resetting you to Aiki. Ideally, Aiki. ideally, yeah. Is magic, I mean, I guess what you're saying about skills, so everything, is magic Aiki, like, like stage magic? Like, yeah. The idea of like oh absolutely yeah absolutely. understanding someone's intention directing their attention their intention slash attention to something while you're doing something so else. this is really funny the other day uh, I was watching some dancing dance uh, choreography stuff some mm-hmm. guy showing how to do like whatever um, and it was really awesome because he's showing the sort of movements that you make with your feet in order to make this thing and then when he did it. It looked like he's floating or whatever, like, crazy thing that he's trying to mm-hmm. do. And it occurred to me that, like, ah, everything's magic. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. everything, like, like a lot, if you see those, like, breakdance, pop and lock people, like, everything they're doing is the same thing that magic people is doing do, which is, like, it is selling you on a specific thing. It's telling you, look at what's, at this piece that's happening. And it creates that kind of optical illusion or whatever that that they want, right? Um, and so it just occurred to me that, like, yeah, that's like magic is everything. It's that's the same thing with you know basketball. If you're trying to trick, you know, if you see the trick passes, right, where you know he throws the ball this way, but he actually threw it behind his back, right? And if he's really good, you might not even catch that because he he convinced you so much that he was throwing it the other right. way. It's like, so it's, it's, yeah, it's all magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, just, uh, taking advantage of the way someone thinks something's going to play out and then changing that. So it doesn't play out the way they think it's going to play out. The prestige. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So what are, <laughs> in English, cause I know, I mean, we have lots of Japanese words to kind of explain what Ikea is, but how would you explain in a fairly succinct way, what Ike is like, what using Ike or how how you how you what is that interaction? Sorry, that was a weird way to ask that question. Yeah, but. so you're saying <laughs> in English, how do you explain what Ike is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was doing a Josh like. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's lots of ways you can say it, and 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 the thing is, it's inherently confusing, and that's why it, it, it's terrible when people say it, and you've got to follow up. And I think. You couldn't just simply explain it. There has to be a series of like question and answer, like kind of back uh-huh. and forth to, to needle it. Because, um, you know, I really think saying to have a harmonious interaction with someone is a perfectly reasonable thing to say. Uh-huh. To negotiate a resolution, that is, you know, um, some kind of conflict resolution system. That, that, that will do – all these things will do it. It's just – then it's like, okay, how? And right. so the like right. understanding what – you know, like, oh, it's a, it's some kind of um, uh, non-resisting interaction, you know, uh, non-resistance. And it's like, okay, but now how right. do you do that? It's that whole thing of, like, um, it's easy enough for people, you say Aikido, they go, oh, that's the one where you use their energy against them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Exactly. Sure. Which yeah. is that's exactly, exactly right. what is, that is exactly what you are doing, right, right. ultimately. Uh, and, like, you know, you are using it against them, whatever. But... That doesn't really 
what does that mean? Yeah, how do you do that? Then? How do you do that? Like what you know? There, I can picture in my mind a bazillion ways to use someone's energy against them. Um, it's like when so, a kid a kid gets the idea of uh, what a magician does, and then they try to make something disappear, and they say, "Hey, look at the table," and then they they pick up something and move it off, and they go, "See, it disappeared." You know, and you you yeah. watch the whole thing happen, and like. They're like, see magic. And it's like, no. And you, no, you know, no, dude. and you yeah. have to explain like how that's happening, you know? And so, you know, what is Ike? How do you explain Ike really isn't good? It's it's how that happens, you know, like how those kinds of things happen that you need to talk about. And I mean, I think, you know, for me, like that thing that I like to say, which is, you know, with Aikido, within the martial art, with Aiki, within the martial art of Aikido. We um, we meet, lead, and avoid with right. Aiki. And like right. so explaining what does it mean to meet someone? What does it mean to lead someone? What does it mean to avoid someone? And like those are the ways in which we make our negotiations. The end result is, you know, we make a negotiation and the end result is I led them. The end result is I meet with them or the end result is I avoid them, you know. It's interesting. Sorry, I'm just thinking about I like, like that. I mean, I think that's a very, very succinct way uh, to to say it and it, it does explain how are you using their energy against them. Right. Well, I'm meeting it with them. I'm right. Making you miss them. me. Right. I'm, right. So it's interesting to me a little, because we've talked about how, like, to have an IQ interaction, it uh, appears as if there is no resistance. Right. It just right. happened. It comes off very easily. Right. But it's interesting to me because we can have an IQ interaction where we are neither of us truly are not resisting you know mm -hmm. we both like a dance we both choose to dance together mm -hmm. and are both trying to make it work out mm -hmm. but there's also what we do in aikido which is one person or at least the idea of aikido that works against a live resisting attacker mm -hmm. is that the one person is not trying to negotiate or to you know make any kind of harmony they're mm -hmm. trying to do something to you mm -hmm. they are fully mm -hmm. resisting mm -hmm. but the other person is able to work with them such that it appears that they aren't resisting mm -hmm. perfectly. And I think that's really interesting, like, to, uh, like, even though it appears that there is no resistance, there is someone who was trying to resist. They just c couldn't in that moment do that. And kind of, like, wrapping your head around the different ways that that can come up. You mm -hmm. know, making a non-harmonious interaction look like a harmonious interaction. Mm -hmm. um, and in some ways that seems easier because you know exactly what that person wants i think sometimes working with someone who wants to work with you is actually harder because if you both have ideas about how things are going to play out like if two people are trying to lead a dance mm -hmm. and they're both leading and mm -hmm. like both person both both person is trying to decide where we go mm -hmm. then it's harder than one person just i'm doing this one thing which is you know and then the other person I'm has get to get you right yeah and so in some ways it's, it seems like easier to to have someone who's just you know sort of doing their thing and then the other person has to make it work with them Does that makes sense what I'm saying? and i i think that is i mean i so i think that the, the thing that one of the things you say you said i think is a good point uh in that is that um your in that interaction your success or failure is not reliant on whether or not they care to harmonize with you uh-huh you know it's how well you're able to read them and work with whatever they're giving you i mean and here's i mean like i think we're we're at a really good example of this like why the word harmony um isn't 
a, a good word to use when you're thinking of it a certain way. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're thinking of dance and two good dance partners, you could definitely say their interaction is very harmonious because when you watch it, they fluidly right, move right, across right. the floor together and, and all these looks, spins and right. flips and looks awesome, right? Um, but a harmonious interaction doesn't necessarily mean it has to look good sure right, right. Yeah, um, yeah that's true yeah. Um, and so like you know i could have a dance troupe um some kind of modern dance and like we want it to look dissident as fuck where people are falling down right, and being right, clumsy right. and it could be perfectly choreographed where the same things happen every time in exactly the same order and it's perfect comes off perfect but it looks clunky right, and right. weird um it, well, that's it's like jazz too or like you know noise sure exactly yeah exactly right exactly right that it's like eh. right so harmonious doesn't have to mean pretty and this right. is where i think you hear a lot of the confusion because you know a lot of like i get to people right now are really big on going like oh you know love meant something different to you you wish about or um uh you know uh oh, the old ideas of of harmony were different you know like and so that's true um it's it's really complicated because it's like it it doesn't have to look to your eyes good right mm -hmm. so there's like a um aesthetic harmony mm -hmm. which is like sounds and looks nice right mm -hmm. and, and then there's like objective harmony which is like we're both we're achieving the objective that that we set out to achieve if that is ugly or pretty doesn't necessarily matter like right, it depends right, if we right. achieved our objective, right. then we achieved the harmony. And right, this is right. where uh, we also get into the idea of, you know, as an Aikido guy, if I have a, a sword and I cut a motherfucker down, right? <laughs> yeah. That can still be in harmony. Sure, absolutely. Like, yes. That's absolutely. how Aikido can be the quote unquote peaceful art and also... Uh, right. destructive if it if it needs to be. Right. right. He achieved he achieved his goal of coming at me and I achieved my goal of um cutting him in half. De <laughs> dealing we, we with the threat. That yep, we negotiated that situation. We negotiated it. Or you know, and that's how people get thrown like that's how yeah, you know the, the, the when you're talking about a skill interaction, that's what you're talking about. Like, you know, when it's skill that wins the day over speed or force. Yeah. Uh well what what that I mean I feel like we've we're we've killed it. I can't you know I mean at least from from my in my perspective the things that like sticking out that were sort of culminate like yeah floating around in my head I you know we've we've touched on probably all of them um, in terms of because I was really interested in like yeah the physical like how does it how does it play out on a physical level how can you know uh we're we're talking about energies but but we're also there's also two people that are interacting uh and we're we're moving and in aikido it that's the thing that we sort of focus on is like the the physical bodies in space which um you know, have their own energies as they're moving around, I guess. So. There it is. There it is. I don't know. That's where I was going. Well, I mean, we're, uh, we're 46 minutes. I think we have a yeah. podcast here. There, there's just a lot floating around. There's right? a I lot. Wish, and, and, uh, yeah, I wish I had come more back like to a succinct we could come back thing to, to say, it, yeah. but... I, I personally, I feel like it's a pipe with uh, all these little little rusty bits you can get it, and I feel like I'm running up and down the pipe like... Trying to patch a hole here <laughs> and a patch a hole there. You're like, oh, let's like, oh, let's move over here. Oh, okay, we're going over here now. Yeah. All right, and now we're gonna be over here. Well, I mean, it it definitely is not. Again, 
it's something that like we don't normally like we don't talk about normally we don't really like poke at all the time that this idea of energy this idea of like um you know this kind of otherworldly thing i mean even though we know that it happens even though you know uh we can experience it we don't really talk about it. so obviously it's going to be difficult i think using the word intent is a little easier than energy mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. yeah why, why so well i just mean like it, like intent feels like a little more directional like energy feels very like kind of you know like all the like amorphous amorphous yeah exactly and like like intent sort of feels like um there's my intent and there's their intent and we're you know like sort of directional you know like i sort of imagine like if someone's attacking me there's like a little arrow coming out of them Mm -hmm. and they're kind of it's like pointing to where they want to go or what they're trying to do Mm -hmm. and the better i'm tuned into that the more i can kind of see ahead to where that's going Mm -hmm. um and i can make my intent work with theirs mm-hmm. um, and that feels a little more like i feel like energy just has so much more vagueness about it that mm-hmm. it's harder to kind of like uh visualize like that's how that so plays funny out because like to me energy is completely the it's almost the right word because i i feel the same thing that you're saying which yeah. is like when we're interacting i can almost like i can feel the direction of the movements as it's happening and where right. things want to go and how thing you know whatever uh but i personally see that or feel that or whatever as energy like as some sort of invisible like and and truthfully i don't think it really matters call it whatever you want right totally for yourself yeah if you understand what it is that you're yeah i I think it's it's interesting and an interesting thing to kind of think about that uh, you know only on a really basic level should you be working on them and you and so like you know i understand what you're saying with the intent but you've got to understand that there's also the intent of the situation we're in and the intent right, of the people the, around the, us right, and right, right. the intents of that time and the intent you know and so right. so if yeah. you, you start saying it that way and like realizing that the truth is you know like i mean i think yoshiba and like when i started realizing this i was like oh a lot of a lot of what i understood of aikido kind of opened up which is like the guy would just change the subject Right. So like someone would say, hey, man, you want to fight me? And he goes, sure. okay, let's fight. Let's fight like this. So I'm going to hold my pinky up and you try to grab my pinky. Right. And it's like that's nothing like what that guy originally wanted. And so Yuishiba, sure, his intent is part of it. But he's also looking at the giant picture of the world. Right. And he's making everything fit with that in in a way that like the guy didn't even know that he got tricked. And years later reading it, most people are not going like – Wait, he just tricked him right there. Right. right. Most people are going like, oh, wow, that was badass. So, yeah, you went there to have a a blood match with him. And then he he tried to grab your pinky and you fell down or you tried to grab his pinky and then you fell down on the ground. Wow, what a master he was. No, wait a minute. He (laughs) dodged the first fucking thing entirely. There was never a fight. Right. He just went like, okay, instead of fighting. Right. Let's let's do this. this He did a bait and switch. Yeah. 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 Try to bend my arm. Can you bend my arm? Oh. Oh, see, I'm a master. You are a master. Amazing. <laughs> right? And so, like, that guy was working with the entire world. Right. You right. know? And I think when when he says stuff like the whole world works together, that's really what he means. And, it, I, like, we say it like, you know, the reason for the season. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. that kind of shit. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. that's what he meant. He really meant, like, how do you take everything that's around you and make it all work together? 
And so, I mean, I, I think it is energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that that makes that that yeah. The fucking energies of the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, I think I think that's maybe a better way to think about it. Like on the small scale, it is their and their sure. intent and my intent. I but mean, that's beyond an, that, it's so like the whole lay of the land. That's right. an yes. easy way to yeah. look at it. If 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 you really are just looking at it like this, like an interaction. Right. How do we isolate it to figure it right. out? But when yeah, but when you're looking at it in the the terms of, I've always thought too. You know, when we're when we're talking about movement, and we had uh, a student one time who was really awesome at this. Like, he could just put himself in the empty space just awesomely. And so there would be three people trying to attack him, and he would somehow just find the space that they weren't in. Right? <laughs> yeah. And that that is this thing that we're talking about, right. is understanding that it's not just, you know, me and him and him and him. It's like the entirety of the world. Right. And, and if I can just be someplace else... Sweet. Right. Anyway. I think I think it's a good that's a good point. All right. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, for sure. Well, let's go ahead and thank our patrons who uh make this whole thing possible. Make it not only possible, but just like make us want to probable even want to probable do it. even probable. <laughs> probable. They make it from... <laughs> No, they give us the 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 spark or whatever, you know? Because it's like, oh, I mean, we would do it anyway, but I also feel like some of it's like, ah, I got to make sure that all the patrons are happy. No, very, that's very true. So. Yeah. I think um, it provides us the motivation there you go. and the encouragement there you go. that we require there to you go. keep doing this podcast. Yeah. Both those things are required. Thank you so much to Spain Abney, Logan Balls to Bones Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, New Year, New Ueshiba. That's okay, right. Yeah. That's right. Shooby doo wop. Dibbity d. Happy New Year's for ye. Shooby doo Dibbity d. Happy New Year's to for ye. I like that. All right. Uh, Brad V. Yaro Madrona. I'm Ori Ueshiba, and I approve this message. Of course. Brooke Ferragamo. Uh, you are all the greatest. Keep up the good work. Yeah, Happy holidays, you. Ben. Thank you. Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns. On the twelfth day of Ike, my sensei gave to me twen- twelve patrons paying, eleven sharers <laughs> sharing, ten legs a sweeping, nine. Okay, I wish I could see what that all said, but as far as I got, yeah, they should. Uh, so I don't know who that is. Do you know who it is? Uh, Scott Burns. So uh, needs to send the whole send poem? the whole thing. Yeah, and then and I'll then we'll just it. sing it. We'll I'll sing do it. A, a dramatic recitation. Uh, we won't be able to sing it. It'll be past the holiday times. We can all we'd save well, it for next uh, year. For we next couldn't year, we couldn't sing it. That's it would, true. No, it would not yeah, be in California. Otherwise, the police after, will come and arrest me. That's right. After holiday times, yeah, uh, if, and we're making right. a record of it. So because yeah, if you would have to do it before the thirty first. Once yeah. it's the new year, you have that week. It's still technically Christmas, Christmas. week. Yeah, it's yeah, Christmas yeah, it's until Christmas week, yeah. Okay. We have... Uh, in the Yule season. Yeah. Dave, yet another guy with a beard, Dewberry. All right. <laughs> Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Fran, sometimes I pay attention, Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Relax. No, relax harder. Uh-huh. And Lydia Kuna. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Relax. relax who more. haven't been? In, who hasn't been there? Yeah. Yeah, man. Relax. I am relaxed. Damn it. <laughs> relax more. 
That it's always the greatest when you totally think you're relaxed. You're like, oh, I'm so relaxed. Look at how good and I'm then, relaxing. Uh, you're like, you're so relaxed. You're just standing there. You're so relaxed. And then like they point out some, you know, they lift your arm and then it just stands. You just it's there and they're like, pretty relaxed, huh? And you're like, what? This reminds me of um, we do this uh, hip stretch where you um, lay on your back and you uh, put your feet up like, you know, um, on the ground and you um, cross your leg over in a four and you like drop it over. Um, it, it it stretches your hip. Anyway, it sucks. It really stretches your hip. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and Chris always reminds us to uh, relax, the relax, low, relax that lower leg, relax, relax your lower hips so that you can really get the full stretch. And um, I have to actively relax because if I don't relax, then I won't relax. Right, like, yeah. If Even I, though you think you're like, oh man, I'm so relaxed. I I know that I'm that, not. Yeah, I at this yeah. point, I'm very aware of the fact that I don't. So what I'll do is I'll just like tense it and relax it, so then I know oh, that it's all the way relaxed. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I just tense, relax, tense, relax to keep reminding myself to fully relax it, mm. so that I get the stretch. It's a good yeah. trick. It's a good um, hack. That's, so yeah. that takes us to our tip of the week, which I'm gonna say this tip week is week. tense and relax. Bro. No, tense and uh, relax. That's uh, right. Stretch the fuck out. Stretch out. <laughs> that's a good tip. <laughs> Um, especially I'm sure maybe some people are off of their mm-hmm. dojo right mm-hmm. now, um, mm-hmm. on break. So, um, eating too many cookies. Yeah, man. It's easy to just, I mean, I know I'm, I'm in this state Dude. where it's just like, there's no, not much physical stuff happening right now, which is fine for a couple of weeks. I mean, you, no one's going to die, but like stay, stay stretched out stay, at least. Yeah. And, and also, uh, in the winter, I feel like it's also more important. Like you get all tight. For sure, a little whatever. So you gotta warm up. Also, some's better than nothing. I mean, even if it's just like, you know, roll your neck around a little bit, wave your arms around, you know, touch your your toes, toes. yeah, (laughs) something. That's what I do. I just touch my toes. Yeah, anytime I touch, just touch my toes. Just whenever I think touch your toes. Just always. I love right now. He just showed his touching his toes, and he's like bending his leg to get it up to his toe. (laughs) Yes, I didn't say it was like a nice like whatever. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We this is our last podcast of podcast year. of 2021. We will officially be here next year. We will. We got up. We got re-upped. <laughs> we got yeah. re-upped. Yeah. All right. Well, Producer can called. You, can you believe <laughs> we're that? re-upped for another season year. number four or five or whatever? Season five. What, what season will we be on if we were doing seasons? Uh, season five. Huh? Five. Then four. Yeah. I think we're already on season five. A, a yeah. year is a full. That's like, a I don't long know, man. Season. Well, we don't stop. So we never stop. If we were doing we're like seasons, sharks. What are normal? Do you know what like a normal podcast season is? I think there's no such thing as a normal podcast. Like some people do year round. Some people do, you know, three months at a time. Cable TV shows are 13. 13. So uh, so so whatever. We're on season 32 or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Anyway, that's it. We'll be uh, back next year. Yeah. See you guys next year.